Welcome into the Siouxland Sports Insider High School Baseball Podcast presented by Fairway, Sioux City Ford, and Pizza Ranch. Uh, this is our leadoff man segment, uh, which will run all summer long and looking forward to covering all of our local teams uh, regarding softball and baseball. And I'll welcome in my partner, Mitch, here. Um, special thanks to our, to our sponsors here, Mitch. Uh, Fairway, you know, it's grilling season. Time to get outside, enjoy some really good grilled food. Uh, see them uh, for all your needs. Got the weekend coming in, it looks decent, and uh, Fairway's a good stop for you. Uh, special thanks to Sioux City Ford, uh, Wendy Modlin and her staff over there uh, do a fantastic job. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, looking to trade, uh, go see Wendy's help and uh, they'll get you squared away. And uh, our good friends over at Pizza Ranch, um, to where kids eat free on Tuesday, and uh, we appreciate their sponsorship as well. Thanks to Lori Warner um, for her support. And uh, Mitch, we're a, a, almost a full week into the high school baseball season, and uh, kind of interesting the way things have begun. And obviously, you know, kids are still participating in track, so uh, I wouldn't call it a full litmus test, but there's some teams that are already six games into the season. And that's the craziest part is uh, the season last year came up about a week early uh, and, and they're staying with that, that trend. So uh, you kind of almost hurt yourself if your kids are multi-sport athletes. And we've seen a couple teams that have, uh, you know, had to play some underclassmen. And, you know, it's what better time for them to learn than to start the, the varsity schedule. Uh, usually a lot of times in varsity schedule you play some non-conference opponents um, some guys that you're probably not going to see later on in the season. So kind of good to get those younger guys out there and get some exposure. But, you know, uh, after this week, after track is done, I know um, I'm pretty sure most of the, the track athletes will be headed back um, yeah. to play some games if there's any games today on Friday. Uh, but then they'll be back, obviously, for next week. Um, but, yeah, I mean, six games in to think if you don't have, you know, even if you have a 4 by 4 team down there, mm -hmm. if you don't have four starters on your baseball team and you play already six games in, like – that could either hinder or improve your yeah. schedule. You know, a lot of coaching um, has to go on in those early upcoming weeks with knowing that your guys are more than likely going to be down in Des Moines. So, um, but there's been some surprise teams, and then there's been some teams that, you know, kind of have put their way to where we kind of thought they were going to be early in the season. So we'll, we'll start off, um, and we'll go lower, uh, lower classes here. And I feel like we talk about it every single year in Rems and St. Mary's. You know, yeah. they, they ended up just short. Uh, of the championship last year, um, but they turn right around. Play. They've only played one game, but they play a dominant game where they have a team combined no hitter. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Thirteen strikeouts, yeah. um, and this team looks like another well-oiled machine that's gonna have a lot of havoc in their conference. And you know, looking at their schedule, they have a, a decent amount of games that you come up on that you're that you want to circle on the calendar. Um, you know, Hinton last year played them really well. Galen Catholic, another team that's really usually really good. St. Albert Catholic, are a pretty good team. They play them at uh, Briarcliff for a tournament. Um, and you keep going down. Once they get into conference play, there's teams that played them really close last year. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to be can the pitching outlast. Um, you know, they have another tournament at Sunrise Park for, uh, in Rems and St. Mary's um, where they play a couple other good schools as well. Um, but I think, you know, Remsen has a shot with some other teams losing um, in, in the 1A bracket where they have a chance to, to really move on uh, and, and do some really good things 
Um, and right now, like I said, early in the season, they've only played one game, but uh, that, that game against uh, Cherokee where they won eight to nothing in seven innings, had 13 strikeouts. We talked about it before. If you're averaging about two strikeouts an inning, you know it's it's going to be really hard to get runs across for this team. And this team's battle tested and hits the ball extremely well. Uh, they actually have uh, one of their seniors right now, um, Alex Schroeder, hitting a thousand. Yeah. You know, um, uh, one hit away from the cycle, had a single, <laughs> double, and triple. And for your first uh, game your senior year, I don't think you could ask for for a better yeah. showing for Emerson St. Mary's. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna be just fine going into the to the season. Uh, moving on to uh, a team that we covered a lot last year, uh, Woodbury Central. They start off the season one and zero against a win against Akron Westfield. Mm-hmm. Um, Talk about Drew Clunder a lot. He did have a home run in that game. He's batting about 333. Um, in that Western Valley, uh, teams, most teams played one. Some have played two. MVAO, COU have played two. And Lawton Bronson has played two. Um, a lot of teams that we knew would be on the top part of the standings are up there. Um, KP still hasn't played a game yet. Um, but OABCIG, we figured, was going to win a couple games. They were, they're up in the top as well. Um, it's a very it's, – it's that – conference is very top loaded and bottom set um, to where the, there's like four or five teams that compete for have a shot at winning it all and there's four or five teams that still are trying to kind of rebuild and re rekindle what they had before but Woodbury Central a team that you know lost some key seniors last year in the Blyle Twins um, we didn't know exactly what this team was going to be they do return a lot um, you know the, I still think that they have solid pitching their infielding is, uh, is good and, you know, they, they lost a, a really close game against Kingsley Pearson last year. Yeah. I think that that game – and I they've been knocked out by Kingsley Pearson for the last couple of years. Now Kingsley Pearson loses a lot of, you know, their senior depth. Is this a time where Woodbury Central turns the tide on that? We'll see. Um, but, you know, all in all, out of the, out the gate, I think Woodbury Central has been a, a good surprise. And then this Lawton Bronson team that we'll talk about has been a good surprise as well. Yeah, they have. And, you know, I'll go back to Woodbury Central and, um, you know, teams want to be strong up the middle. Well, that starts at catcher. And uh, with Max McGill back um, for his senior season, um, that's a good place to start with experience. And uh, like you say, they've they've got a lot of options there um, as far as the pitching staff. Uh, Distictor's a great hitter, so uh, they got a lot to look forward to. But, uh, yeah, Lawton Bronson, boy, man. Um, you, I'll let you break the news because I did not know this. So, and, and granted, like we did say, a lot of teams do have some track athletes out. I'm not for sure if this is going to be their final roster, but if it is, it's definitely the youngest roster I have ever seen on a <laughs> yeah. baseball field. Yeah. One senior, three juniors, the rest underclassmen, and there's about five or six seventh and eighth graders playing on this varsity roster. So, I tell you what, you just got out of swinging a little league bat, and you're going right into playing some varsity yeah. baseball. It's a, definitely a, a bit of a culture shock, but you know they're they're handling it well. They've they've had a two easier games to start their schedule, but still two and zero. So two any way to yeah. any way to learn and get the bats rolling. Uh, played a close game against Trinity Christian, won two to one, and then uh, blew out Siouxland Christian, winning thirteen to four. Then they have a, a game doubleheader tonight. Uh, against uh, Logan Magnolia should be a really good one uh, there. And, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like you, the younger you are, it, it can go two ways because these young kids aren't afraid to make mistakes. Right. Like they're going to go out and they're going to swing the bat how they've been doing before. And it, it's, you start to see it when it gets to the bigger games, then they're all of a sudden they're like, okay, 
you know, this is for sub-state, this, you know, and then yeah. then the nerves start to get to them. But during the regular season, these kids are swinging fresh bats. They don't care. I mean, they're, yeah. they made the roster spot. Yeah. The, you know, they're just happy to be there. And you're kind of playing with some house money right now. Yeah. Now, if you can, as a coaching staff, develop these young kids and they can still swing a hot bat late on to the season, I mean, you struck gold because then you got these guys yeah. for the next four, five, yeah. even six years. Um, program changing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and for for a team that last year was was right on the mix, they were they were teeter totter. They weren't the the greatest team, you know. They were probably right in the middle of the pack, but for them to turn it around and, and have all this this underclassmen play extremely well. I mean, last year they went nine and eleven, right above, right below five hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, this year starting off two and zero. If they get some of those track kid backs, if depending if they have any, um, you know. I, I, I want to see the future of, a, of yeah. this team yeah. this team grow. You know, obviously you want to see them grab a little bit, uh, <laughs> hit some adversity because, you know, it's not going to always be smooth sailing. But uh, I'll tell, tell you what, though, Mitch, if I'm a seventh grader and knock one through the middle for a base hit, I'm wondering how soon am I up to bat again next. Absolutely. You know, and, and that has to be a great feeling. That's got to be – and that's just the thing, too, is so you're playing against and, – and you're you're down at a conference. You're not playing 4A yeah. baseball. And, and that's, right. that's no knock to, to anyone that plays in, in 1A or 2A baseball. But, you know, just think about that. Like you're going into your eighth grade year and you just played an entire varsity season. And let's say you hit 300. Yeah. You know, I just hit 300 <laughs> – yeah. Playing varsity against right. other seniors. Yeah, these guys are shaving. I'm not. And, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm still worried about what what classes I'm going to take in middle school. And these kids are wondering what they're going to do next year in college. Right. So yeah. it, it, it's kind of weird to grasp. But now you know, I love the the fact that a lot of schools dip into the the younger uh, grades, the, the eighth graders and the incoming freshmen and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, to put on their varsity program just because. The only way these kids are going to learn is if they play up to if they play up yeah, in competition. Exactly. Like you're not going to learn anything for playing against kids that are lesser in talent with you. And I'm yeah. again, I'm not knocking yeah. any freshman team in the in the state. Right. But the only way these kids are going to learn and get better is if you put them up against kids that are gonna that they're going to see yeah. day in and day out. Yeah. Throw high 80s. You know, throw it with a, a, a curveball with some some serious bend to it. You know, throw a backdoor slider. You're not getting that in in your late little leagues and then into your freshman yeah. freshman campaign. So, you know, in order for the baseball around here to get better, you have to put them up against better competition. And a lot of these coaches, you see it. I mean, back in even eight or nine years ago, you, you barely saw a freshman on a roster. If you saw yeah. a freshman, you're like, man, that kid's insanely mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Now you see these teams that are starting to dip in and go, eighth grader's pretty good. We'll give him a shot at a couple varsity games, see how he yeah. fits in. Yep. And it's just making you, – you can tell that the talent is evening out. And now it's not just a team that has one or two good players. It's a yeah. team that, hey, this kid's developed since eighth That's grade. That's a good point. That's and good now point. They're, all, they're all solid all the way through. Yeah. Just makes baseball around the, the Siouxland area that much better. So, yeah. you know, hats off to, to Lawton Bronson with what they've been able to do so far. Like yeah. I said, running with house money right now, yeah. 2-0. We'll see if it continues. Keep on going. That's right. Team with uh, with house money playing in the Siouxland Conference and uh, my pick to represent the Siouxland area uh, for for the state is going to be MLC. Uh, you know they they played only one game against Sioux City East and uh, they got they got some guys that are that are back that are playing really well. Carson Yeager would be a hard one not to not to mention and just with the I think this the the coaching. 
everything that's there with with Weedy, you know, also coaching at Northwestern. He has he understands how to get players developed, how we just talked about. Right. But to put players in different schemes and, and get them to play, then you know they got two freshmen um, that are playing really well um, in Corselman and McCarthy. McCarthy or McCarty, excuse me, has a, a threw against Sioux City East five strikeouts, no earned runs as a freshman. Going to Sioux City East, a team that's usually middle tier yeah. to top of the conference, to have a, them not touch a pitch of yours as a freshman, you know, it's building a lot of confidence. You know, they did, obviously weren't going to throw their ace at, at East, and East wasn't going to throw their ace at them. But for, for MOC to go on the road and get their first win, you look at the rest of the conference, Central Lion going to be a tough out, Boyden Hall Rock Valley, George uh, Little Rock, Okaboji, Sheldon. The, a lot of those teams, this MOC team, ran through that conference last year yeah they lost uh you know one or two guys but they returned pretty much their entire team and that's one of the only teams around here that returned a lot of their starting lineup um even like teams like sergeant bluff lost three seniors helan lost two key seniors there the this moc team was good last year didn't lose a lot and i'd be hard pressed to say they're not going to be good this year's and with all the adversity that they hit last year, it's only going to build to the team that they have this year. I, I think MOC is a team that a lot of ton of people talk about um, just because we kind of forget about them in the Siouxland Conference. A lot of people need to, especially in 3A class, need to watch out for MOC. If they're going to fly under the radar all year, they're going to be close to as undefeated as you possibly can. They'll probably slip up a game or two because they're all human. Yeah. But when it comes time to, to playoffs – MOC's got to be a team on your radar because they can beat you in multiple ways. They got good bats, good pitching. They're fundamentally sound at baseball, that's and that's that's why they're my pick to to yeah, represent the state. Extremely well coached, and, and Coach Weedy, as you know, he he's a strategist um, as far as a baseball coach, manager, whatever you want to call it. But um, I mean, he knows how to execute on the base paths, move the runner, things like that. They do the little things. Um, which makes them a little bit better than most teams are going to score off with um, on any given night. And a team that last year we talked about a lot um, in the 3A bracket is Bishop Heelan. They yes. start off the season at four or three and one, playing four games. They dropped their last game to Council Abraham Lincoln, who is having a very down year in, in all retrospects. Um, but a Heelan team hasn't hit the ball extremely well. Um, just 19 hits on the year, but what they do on the back end in pitching is, and defense, they are so sound on that side of the ball mm -hmm. that they are going to be a complete opposite team. It's going to be a, a game where you go to like the East games that they played. They won three nothing, three nothing. Yeah, nothing fancy. Base hits, balls. Uh, you know, on, on the walk, you get a guy advance them over. They're going to win in in, in, a, in a way ugly. An ugly win. If if I win a game ugly, one nothing. Hey, guess what? I still got the W. Yeah. And, and and that's the kind of game that we saw at Lewis and Clark Park when they played against Sergeant Bluff. Yeah, it really was. Great pitching on both sides. Yeah. Timely base hits by Bishop Heal, and that's been their mo for mm -hmm. you know since the the dog ages. They they get they're not a team that's going to flash and hit mm -hmm. 15 home runs, 16 home runs a year, but they're doubles and singles that come in at the bottom of the fifth, sixth inning mm -hmm. where they're just backbreakers. And they do this to every team every year. 
and they start off three and one. I think they they got a little comfortable and dropped the game against AL. AL is normally a good team. Mm -hmm. This year they start off one and three. Their only win is against um, Bishop Heelan. They'll move on from that. They'll get better. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, you look at a team ERA right now, 1.75. They've had six different guys on the mound. And when you look at the six different guys, it's uh, one senior, three juniors, a sophomore, and a freshman. Yeah. All the way through, they can pitch at you no matter what. Pretty impressive. And they're, the leader in strikeouts right now is a freshman. Mm. So this team is going to be a, a, as competitive as they were last year, if not more competitive. Um, I like the seniors that they, they have on this roster, but I especially like the juniors they have back. Uh, Schaefer's a, a big one that I like a lot. Good player, yeah. um, and, you, you know, they talk about the, the freshman, uh, LaFlavor. Um, you have Sanderson as a senior. They're, they're top-heavy in juniors and seniors, but their juniors and seniors are very, very good. Mm -hmm. You almost don't even notice uh, the, the absence of Gill or Gangler from last year. Uh, this team's going to be really good, and you know, so far has has showed that with their sweep against East and then their two game uh, up against uh, AL. I'm excited to see how they play against Sergeant Bluff. The the those matchups between those two teams is they're must always, watch television. Good games, yeah. uh, it doesn't matter if it's you know they compete hard at home on the road. You know, at Lewis and Clark Park for a right. chance to to play uh, at the state tournament. It's always going to be a dogfight and has been, and you know. Bishop Heelan starting off the season three and one. Sergeant Bluff is as well. They dropped their first uh, one of their first games uh, to Lamar's, mm -hmm. and then they just turned around and, and won three straight. So now they're three and one. They're they're a team that's really riddled with injury and some track guys gone now. I think four of their varsity starters are were out for their first um, two of their four games. So it's uh, that definitely hurts. Um, but they get them all back. Should have them for tonight's game uh, when they play Storm Lake. And then they have a big game coming up on Tuesday against Sioux City East uh, at home. Should be a big one because Sioux City East right now, Marty, we looked at it and we're a little bit surprised. Sioux City East is struggling a little bit this year. Yeah. Uh, they, they picked up one win against the Mars, but they're sitting at 1-3 mm -hmm. with Council Bluffs, Abraham Lincoln. And if you were to tell me, you know, first weekend of the, the, the gate – in the Missouri River, AL and East were going to be towards the bottom. I'd have been like, I don't know about that. Yeah, now with the way right. the rosters were set up. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, it is a little bit shocking. And, you know, some of that, it'll, it'll, they always say it evens out. So we'll see, um, you know, take it week by week and see if, uh, you know, they start hitting the ball a little bit better. And so we go from a team on, on the, the downside slope to a team that's on probably the the best opening part of their season that they've had since the coach's brother played yeah you know and yeah. I'm, I'm talking about Sioux City North and Tillo uh, Nick Tillo's done a great job um, with, with this roster they're six and0 on the season Marty yeah uh, last year they played uh, their openers against Harlan lost 19 to 1 and 14 to 9. This year they go to Harlan, sweep them. Sweep them. Then, then they go to AL, who won the conference or had a tie for the share in the conference last year. What do they do? Sweep them. Mm -hmm. and, and then they played two games against Thomas Jefferson, which, again, a team that usually doesn't have a very big say in the conference, usually at the very bottom, sweep them as well. Start off 6-0. and They won 13 games total last year, right. and they're already at 6-0. and Sky's the limit. This team's played with extremely good pitching. Yeah. They have the best batting average in 
the MRAC this season so far. Granted, they've played more games than some of the right. other kids. Yeah. They've gotten walked 50 times, so their plate discipline's incredible. Yeah. The growth from a team from one year to another, I don't think there's been a better growth so far yeah. than Sioux City North. And, you know, we, we have the the awards we give out every week. Um, we have the, the Pepsi Pitcher and we have the Gatorade player. We're going to give out the Gatorade players. We're just giving it to a team. Yeah. Gatorade player of the week so far is Sioux City North. They've done yeah. everything right to impress me. And, and you know, starting off 6-0, you know, you can now being 4-0 in conference, not that you want to, but you can almost afford to drop a game that you normally wouldn't, yeah. and you're still kind of in the driver's seat. Hats off to Sioux City North with doing it every, every which way, pitching, fielding. They've yeah. hit the ball extremely well, done a great job. And then, obviously, go back to the beginning of our segment and the pitchers, got to go Rems and St. Yeah. Mary's yeah. with their – uh, Just picking com- right up where they left off. Yeah, their combined no-hitter is, is hard to, to look past. But I think uh, North, if you, if you looked at the, this week in general, biggest surprise, biggest thing that I don't think a ton of people are talking about is the reassurgence of Sioux City North baseball. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing, and you know I'm happy for him over there. I know Coach Tillo does a heck of a good job with his kids, and you know they've they've got some kids that have stuck with the program, and they're maturing inside uh, the culture and development of Sioux City North baseball the way that Coach Tillo wants it. And uh, you know I've heard you know good off season workout um, workouts taking place, and anything you can do to better yourself as a player. And obviously, you know, they're right on track with the team aspect of things with their hot start. Absolutely. I can't, I can't wait for – if this is how the year's going to start, I can't wait for how the year keeps yeah, going for, for a lot of these area teams. And, you know, and obviously next week we'll, we'll get into – dip it into softball. Softball gets, it hits the yeah. ground running. You know, Sergeant Bluff took the MRAC by storm last year, kind of run it uh, going away, we'll see if they stay at that that course. Healing was on their heels, so was Sioux City East. So should be a, a interesting to watch. We'll have two times the action next yeah. week when we talk baseball and softball, and we'll obviously give out our uh, Pepsi Pitcher of the Week and our Gatorade Player of the Week. We'll have those on our Twitter as well. Yep. Um, you know, be hard pressed to to not want to go grab go out and grab that award every single week if I was in the high school kid. So, yep. But uh, as far as week one goes, Marty, I, I, I it's as good of a week one as you could have possibly had. Knock on wood, no rain delays. Yeah. The fields right. have been nice, and yeah. hopefully we're into some summer weather. Yeah, it's you know June's just right around the corner here, and uh, you know we uh, here at Siouxland Sports Insider, um, we take pride in our high school uh, softball baseball teams. Uh, we have a uh, preseason magazine, baseball, softball, that'll be out next week, and we'll post on Twitter, uh, pick up locations. Um, but uh, you know, I can guarantee you they're going to be at Fairway. They'll be at all of our major sponsor um, locations, and like uh, Mitch and I will get those listed up for you on where to pick up the publication. But, yep, all the teams that we talked about here on the, on the podcast, and even some that haven't even started yet. Obviously, with softball. Um, I think there's like 16 local teams in the area that we covered. And, you know, obviously it's just a little bit of research we did before the season starting, kind of get, grabbing our nose from last year and um, throwing out some predictions and different things like that. So it's a, it's a good basis to cover yeah, for, for yeah. us. <clears throat> I got to give my man Mitch some credit here. He, he carried me on his back for this project, so I appreciate his help. Um, and, again, you know, looking forward to next week's Leadoff Man podcast. Thanks again to our sponsors, Fairway, 
Sioux City Ford and Pizza Ranch. Uh, please go see those folks and uh, provide business to them. Uh, for Mitch McCumber, I'm Marty Millard, and we'll look forward to talking to you next week.